Hello, everyone, and welcome to Outnumbered, a podcast about living life with my wife and three daughters while trying to maintain my favorite hobbies of fitness and firearms. Hope you enjoy. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Outnumbered. I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast so far. Um, so you may not know, but it has been a little while since I've recorded last. Um, so let me catch you up on what's been going on here. Uh, Christmas time and New Year's, you know, has uh, come and go. Uh, our girls really, really enjoyed it. Um, I like to focus on the holiday season you know, not with massive gifts and things like that, but with spending time with our family. Our girls don't get to see some of our family that live out of state, and when they do, they really get excited. It's one of the most memorable moments for them uh, around that season. So uh, we try to put a lot of focus on family uh, and things of that sort uh, to get a lot of value out of it. Uh, it just seems like the Christmas season and holiday season in general gets very materialized and people focus on, you know, I have to buy this and I have to buy that. And, you know, of course they have their Christmas lists and all that, but, you know, we really try to place that focus on family. We got some sledding in, um, and we always try to, or at least I always try to watch uh, the some Star Wars movies or some Marvel movies. Uh, I don't know, you could call it tradition. It, I, I do get a long break uh, with the career that I'm in, uh, so my winter break as well. You know, I like to relax and enjoy. Uh, Fitness-wise, I have um, still been doing the four-day split uh, previously. I had some pretty, as far as I am concerned, some pretty impressive numbers for PRs. Uh, my bench was sitting around 225. Um, my press was 140. My squat was uh, 270. And those were all for three sets of five. Uh, my deadlift PR was uh, right around 325, I want to say. Uh, then I got hit with some kind of stomach bug it wasn't the flu it wasn't you know I'm not sure what it was to be honest with you but uh, whatever it was I just I wasn't absorbing nutrients correctly I just couldn't seem to keep weight on so I, I deloaded and I noticed that after my deload week I just the weight wasn't going back up again so you know, try not to get too discouraged. Stuff like that happens. Uh, just kind of drop the weight down, build the nutrition back up, and just work back up. So that's that's kind of what I've been doing uh, is is working that weight uh, back up and building the strength back up. Um, so you know, those those that's not my current PR now. Um, I am getting right back into 225 for bench. Presses is right around 135. And squat yesterday was my heavy squat day. So that was probably right around 235, I want to say. Uh, so, you know, not too bad, but, you know, it sucks. What are you going to do? Uh, just keep eating, keep pushing through. Uh, firearms wise, during my holiday break, I was able to take a few people out to the range, uh, introduce them to some safe firearm habits, sign some new clients up for the NRA basic pistol class. So, you know, like I said, that that's something that always really excites me. And I'm always glad to get new shooters out uh, and get them, you know, get those safe habits instilled in them. 
uh, personally, firearm wise, I'm uh, thinking about putting some ARs together, or I should say rebuilding, uh, you know, just uh, taking some things apart and, and redoing a um, couple features on there, uh, nothing big. So still working on reading the practical programming book, uh, haven't really been hard on that, just kind of reading it on my lunch and and things like that so uh, there's a lot of good content in there and following strength building programs uh, and and studying them I've been listening to a lot of content and, and podcasts um, Barbell Logic podcast is probably one of the big ones I've been listening to lately and reading that practical programming book and working into, uh, I would say, more of an intermediate strength training program. Uh, I'm learning tons and I'm really, really enjoying that process uh, and especially being able to give that feedback uh, and knowledge of what I'm picking up back to other people. So having a lot of fun with that. Uh, new news for my state, uh, marijuana is now legal. So, you know, obviously for me, I'm a big supporter of freedom. I think it was a stupid law to begin with to ban the consumption of something that someone wants to do in the privacy of their own home. So, yay us. Um, unfortunately, they're going to tax the shit out of it, or I should say they are currently taxing the shit out of it. So, uh, black market is still going to continue to thrive, uh, although you know the numbers of the purchases for the first couple weeks is has still been astronomical. It's still not going to kill that black market uh, with the high taxes. So, uh, what are you going to do? They they want their money. <clears throat> so, uh, today's topic that I want to be discussing is concealed carry and um, you know you're gonna notice a common theme here uh, as you have with the the whole uh, fitness lifestyle changes <clears throat> that same um, that same mentality for me is going to carry over into uh, concealed carry uh, and and what that common theme is is going to be uh, your why so if, if you're making the decision to walk this planet as an armed individual, it, it is extremely important that you know why. What is your reason? Why do you want to carry a firearm every day? And again, you know, just like health and fitness, this, this reason, this why may change over time, uh, and that's okay. So my reason may not be the same reason that you have, and you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. And hopefully you are as well. Um, so for me, you know, in the previous podcast, I kind of went over when I had, uh, my Jeep broken into, I had a discussion with a police officer that came out and he kind of suggested that, you know, I, I buy a, a pistol and learn how to use it. <clears throat> so that kind of transitioned me into, you know, eventually into concealed carry, but uh, I slowly progressed into that. Uh, so, you know, being, uh, somewhat single, you know, at the time I was with my, uh, girlfriend and fiance wife now, um, you know, my reasons for wanting a firearm to protect myself are completely different than what my reasons may be now to, uh, carry a firearm. 
you know, to protect myself, my wife, and and now my kids. <clears throat> For me, uh, I have a responsibility to my family to make it home each and every day. Um, that firearm is a tool in that toolbox to help me accomplish that goal. Uh, you know, it's obviously not something that is used every day and may not ever get used my entire life, and I am perfectly okay with that. Uh, but for me, it's my duty to not let anyone stop me from accomplishing that goal of making it home safe and sound every day. Uh, your reason obviously might be different. Maybe you've been a victim of a violent crime in the past. Maybe you know someone that has, or maybe you just believe in the Second Amendment and that it's your right and duty to carry a firearm. You know, go you. Have at it. <clears throat> but... Whatever your reason is, whatever your why is, make sure you know it and you have that in the back of your mind. Uh, so, you know, after you ponder that great reason of why, uh, you need to ask yourself another question. Are you willing and able to use this firearm if you need to? Uh, this is not a time to bullshit yourself and, you know, play tough guy or tough girl and, you know, say, well, if this happens, you know, I'll just whip out my gun and do this. And <clears throat> those those are fantasies. And I'll tell you that you really need to sit down. You have to have a serious conversation, maybe with your significant other, definitely internally, and really figure out, you know, if if the shit hit the fan where you needed to use that, are you willing and are you able to do that? Now, uh, for some people, this might be something that could be solved with training. Uh, which obviously I'm a, a huge proponent of. So if if you haven't had any training and you're really not sure where your position is and, and what you would do in some type of situation, uh, go out and take a class. Find, uh, find an instructor that is credible uh, and find an instructor that gives a shit, you know, uh, ask them questions and and if they have if they give you the time of day to answer your questions uh, and you can read them out you know take one of their classes uh, ask friends ask family uh, shit send me an email and ask me you know it's very important to vet these people out there's a lot of instructors out there right now especially in my state there's a lot of people just looking to make a quick dime off of your conceal and carry permit uh, and they they don't give a shit about you. They just you're a dollar sign to them. Uh, those uh, those are not the instructors that you want to train with. Um, you don't want to take that cheap Groupon class because uh, in the end, when you may need to pull into that bank of knowledge that you learned when you sat through that uh, 16 hour class. Yeah, here in the state, you have to take a 16 hour class. It's two days. <clears throat> um. You don't want to look back and say, shit, I really shouldn't have paid, you know, that $10 Groupon class uh, for something that I could potentially need to uh, <laughs> need to save my life. So uh, vet your instructor, please. So, <clears throat> excuse me, after you, after you've gone through that kind of thought process of thinking about your reason why and, you know, wondering, you know, are you capable? Are you willing? Are you able? Um, you know, so say someone uh, would come to me and say, Mike, I want to learn conceal carry. Where do I start? So for me, I teach, as I've said, NRA basic pistol. 
<clears throat> I think that that is an excellent place to start. Um, so here's why. It's going to give you all the basics that you need of pistols, how to handle them, how to safely uh, load, unload, maneuver, um, get familiar with the different types of action. <clears throat> it is an excellent place to start. And again, with those classes, vet your instructor. There are some that are better than others. There are some that will provide you with all different types of firearms. My class is one of those where you get to handle each type of pistol because that's what the class was originally intended for. But, you know, not everybody does the same thing, unfortunately. So, again, I'll say this, vet your instructor. <clears throat> Reach out to me if you have questions. But uh, it is an excellent place to start. So, this NRA Basics of uh, Pistol Shooting, you get a certificate. And this certificate is with you for life. So you can use this as your concealed carry permit in Florida and Arizona, um, possibly other states that I might not be aware of. For Illinois, this this um, NRA Basics of Pistol class and permit will count towards your first eight hours or your day one of the concealed carry class. And like I said, this is a, uh, a certificate that stays with you for life. Uh, it is invaluable information, so it is an excellent place to start. <clears throat> After this class, uh, you can kind of reassess what your position is. You know, you can say, okay, you know, you know, pistols aren't so bad. Maybe this is something that I can do. Um, or you can be honest with yourself and you say, you know, I, I, can't, I can't honestly see myself uh, ever being able to do this or use this if I needed to. Um, and there are some people that are like that. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, it's just the way it is. So... Um, you can seek out additional training, uh, find a different instructor. I would really encourage you to, you know, be a capable armed citizen uh, in case, God forbid, something were to happen and, you know, you had to defend yourself. But, uh, you know, on the, on the flip side of that, some people, they, they just can't do it. So uh, assess yourself. <clears throat> so. Another great benefit of this class is that you're going to have information that you can pass down to friends and family uh, for the rest of your life. Uh, you can be that that savvy friend and you can pass down those safety habits. And, you know, it's it's just like I said, it's, it's invaluable information. I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this example before, but I'll say it if it's repetitive, you know, it's still a good story. Um, I had a friend of mine who I think not not too recently after I became certified, uh, I was talking to, you know, about what these classes are and the safety habits, you know, the four uh, universal rules um, of firearm safety and all that. And he had uh, ended up telling me a story not too long after we were going over those things of, I think it was a friend or brother-in-law or something that was showing him one of his new guns. Uh, and he was, you know, like an idiot, pointing it around and muzzling people. Uh, muzzling, if you don't know, is pointing, you know, the firearm towards somebody. Um, you know, and he kind of said, hey, man, you, you know, you can't do that. <clears throat> That's not safe. 
and the uh, the relative just kind of said, "Oh, you know, it's it's not loaded." Uh, so my friend took it from him, checked it because you know that's obviously something you should do anytime you pick up a firearm is check and see if it's loaded. Um, and even if it is not, you still don't point the damn thing at anybody. Uh, but you know, he obviously um, relative was too complacent and you know, didn't feel like he needed to do that. Um, and yeah, he ended up pulling a live magazine out of there and, uh, around in the chamber. So, you know, did it save his life? I don't know, but it sure as hell, you know, having those safe behaviors and, and knowing that, um, certainly kept him safer that day. And, and, you know, that's something I'm definitely okay with. So, <clears throat> um, so, like I said, you know, that class, it's an excellent place to start. And um, for my state, you know, it counts as your first eight hours. Some of the other states, it actually counts as your permit. Um, you'll have to check, you know, with where you live and and see, you know, what the uh, what the standards are for those, that, you know, because every state has, uh, you know, some, some different standards of training. Um, for Illinois, you know, as far as what I've seen in other states, it has one of the most strict um, training guidelines with the two-day classes, 16-hour requirement, uh, shooting qualification at the end. Um, for me, what I would like to see change from that is much more uh, proficiency on firearm handling, drawing, shooting, things like that. But, you know, the state makes the rules and they decide that it's better for you to just go over uh, more of where you can and can't carry, um, which is what a lot of the second uh, second classes, the the uh, second eight hour uh, shift of the uh, the training course is. So, you know, it kind of is what it is at that point. So, um, after you've taken your class and you've gotten your you know your your great permission slip from the state to uh, carry a firearm and protect your life should you uh, should you need to do that. Um, that's it, right? You're good. Uh, no, not at all. Um, you, I personally, and I would encourage you as well to look at this as uh, continued education, something that uh, you need to keep learning. I would I I personally look at a firearm marksmanship as definitely more of a martial art. Uh, it's something you know you get into and you know you're kind of the white belt and you continue to train and you continue to train. You shoot at the range. Now, range training is good, but it doesn't add up or it does not compare at all to getting in a good solid self-defense class <clears throat> a lot of the ranges out by me you can't draw from the holster you can't shoot too fast there's a lot of bullshit rules that they have uh, at these at these indoor ranges and even some of these outdoor ranges you want to put yourself in a class that's going to give you a little bit of stress a whole lot of education uh, have safety be the number one priority <clears throat> And really run you through some good marksmanship and self-defense drills. Uh, that's just not something that a range is going to be able to do for you. So, um, you know, shooting being a perishable skill, yes, going to the range is good. And it's definitely better than not doing anything. But at least once a year, you know, save your money, buy some ammo, and get yourself a good one-day, two-day class if you can. 
and and get some training in um, because that permission slip and those um, those permit classes will not do anything for your self-defense skills. They are the minimum baseline government approval of, okay, here you go. You can have a gun on your person. They don't teach you shit about surviving and fighting for your life and making those critical shots when you're freaking out because someone's coming at you or someone's trying to harm you or your family or, or, or anything like that. So please don't let the training end with just that permit slip. Uh, it is, it's not good enough. Um, <clears throat> another really great thing about going to these training classes, you don't have to bring fancy equipment. You don't have to have the newest holster and the high-tech belt. Um, it helps to bring something good and something quality. So, uh, you know, if it was a student of mine and they were taking an ad a more advanced class, I would hope that they would reach out to me and say, hey, Mike, I'm, I'm looking at taking this class. This is what it says I need. Um, you know, is this gear going to be good enough to get me through this class? Now, I have some training material that I do, and on the tail end of some of my classes, if if my client options in uh, to go over some more deeper concealed carry um, information, I'll be more than happy to provide them with some information, some hands-on with uh, some good quality holsters, some good quality belts. Um, things that I highly recommend um, to use every day because, you know, without that training, there's a lot of shitty information out there. Uh, and, you, and you see it and hear it in these news stories where, you know, people, you know, and they'll say, oh, the gun just went off. The, the gun doesn't just go off. Um, somebody stuck their finger on that trigger when they shouldn't have. Somebody stuck uh, a pistol in their pocket without a holster. Somebody stuck uh, a pistol in their purse without a holster. Uh, there's just there's just a lot of shitty things that people do. Um maybe because they don't know and and you know maybe because of my background and what I know uh, but I honestly I look at that as as just plain negligence I mean uh, you can't do that shit you just can't seek out training uh, so um, back to what I was saying with the training you take these classes and they will wean out uh, the shitty gear for you uh, you'll you'll take that plastic holster and by by the end of that class, you know, if it's not up to par, uh, it's probably not going to be working anymore. So that's another one of the great things about taking these these more extensive classes, especially the two day classes. Uh, you get into there and you will see if your gear is going to work, uh, where your snags are going to be, where the difficulty you're going to have uh, drawing, what what you are going to get hung up on. Uh, it's just it's going to expose your weaknesses before you know a, a life or death situation occurs where you you don't want that situation to be the one where your weakness gets exposed or you find out oh man i cannot draw from this holster fast enough uh, and you know then it's it's too late by then so 
Um, I can't say it enough, but I'll continue to say it. Uh, seek additional training. Uh, if you have questions, contact me. I will point you in the right direction to some phenomenal instructors. Um, I will train you if you want me to train you. Uh, but you know, for for your health, for your well-being, for the safety of yourself and your family and those around you, um, get educated, get as much training as you possibly can. Um, and, uh, with that, you know, I'll say, uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope to catch you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.